Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey everyone, this is Gabrielle. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about how you are called to enjoy life. We can easily fill up our days with fear and worry and leave no room to actually enjoy life. Because the reality is when we are so filled with worry and fear, we aren't leaving room to enjoy life. Like fear and enjoyment can't come together, right? Fear and peace can't commingle. And so God was really just showing me recently that I've been tolerating fear and worry. And he actually gave me this wake up call through a dream. And so in the dream, I was indulging in ice cream. So if you guys do know me, I love chocolate ice cream. And in the dream, I got like not just one scoop, but like tubs of ice cream and I was just enjoying it. And I was with my friend in the dream. And um, after waking up, I was just like praying to God for the interpretation of the dream. And it turns out that her name um, means life. And as I was praying, I just felt like God was telling me that he wants me to enjoy life, right? Like when we think of ice cream, it's, it's a comfort food. It brings you joy. Um, at least for me, it brings me joy. So um, yeah, you know, through that dream, you know, God was just really reminding me that he wants me to enjoy life. And it wasn't just through that dream, but just this past week. You know, God tends to speak to me through repetition and I've been hearing podcasts like Joy Ma- Joyce Myers and just other things where God is reminding me to enjoy life, to enjoy the things that I have. And many of you guys know that Michael and I also run a business on the side and God has been blessing our business tremendously. Uh, we've made a declaration of faith that every month we would make more than the previous month. And so God has been doing that. But I find myself, you know, just this past couple of weeks starting to live in worry again, right? Like not even enjoying the provision that God's giving us, but instead worrying, what if clients don't come up? Or I get worried if we don't have a lineup of clients, like what if we don't get any, right? And I'm just living in constant worry and it's causing me to just live every day, even though I'm working, because I'm so filled with worry, it takes away the enjoyment, it takes away the blessing, Um, And even in regards to my marriage, you know, God was also reminding me too to enjoy marriage, that our time here is so short. My time with Michael is short and I never, you know, tomorrow is never promised, but even life in general is so short and that I am called to embrace and enjoy Michael and not just be so consumed with work because we have been really busy and not just with business, but with ministry as well with our book launch. So if you guys haven't bought it, definitely buy it at Amazon. It's called Single But in a Relationship with God. Um, you know, we've been busy with that book launch and the ministry and things have just been really busy. And then when we do get home, it's like, oh, we still have responsibilities to do in business. Um, but God's really reminding me to take time each day. Um, I think we've been good with like having like the weekends or like at least a day in the weekend to enjoy. But even during the day to enjoy each day. And I found myself looking forward to Saturday or like Sunday, but not looking forward to each day, but just thinking of it as like a busy work day. But God's really been showing me that he's given us as children of God, the ability to enjoy, right? The ability to enjoy the blessings that we have in our lives. And so I want to share with you today, um, I'm going to read in Ecclesiastes 5, 18 to 20. It says, 
This is what I have observed to be good, that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor, labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given them. So I'm just going to stop right there real quick in that first verse already, right? The um, Sol Solomon who wrote Ecclesiastes says here and brings to awareness to us the few days of life that God has given us. Now, you may be thinking like, well, I have like 85 years or 95 or 100, but like that in perspective is still small. Those are a few days. And like I said, we well, are not promised tomorrow. So I just love that um, he points that out here in this verse. For this is their lot. I'm going to read now verse 19 to 20. Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift of God. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. When I read this, guys, I was so convicted because I was like, okay, first of all, like that last verse right there that says they seldom reflect on, their, on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And that convicted me so much because I realized that I've been so occupied by what ifs. Like, what if we don't get enough money? What if we don't get the clients? What if Michael isn't faithful to me? Right? Like all these what ifs and these fears. And because I'm filling my mind with fear and worry, I can't even enjoy the very blessings that God has given me. You know, it's hard to enjoy something when you're constantly worrying about losing it, when you're constantly worrying about your security. Like there are so many things I feel like the enemy wants to strip away our joy, but God was reminding me that as children of God, we don't have to worry. We have a God who is for us. Scripture says that he will take care of us. And when you pay attention to Ecclesiastes, those three verses that I read, it was emphasizing that God is the one who gives us the ability to enjoy our possession. This is a gift of God, right? And because we are children of God, God is our father. He takes care of us. And these are promises that we have. You know, this is a difference that we have compared to the world. You know, we, we, are, we aren't promised to avoid troubles in this world, but God does promise that he will be for us. Right? Where people in this world, they don't have access to God. They don't have a relationship with God. But we have God, and that's why we have the ability to enjoy, you know, our blessings and possessions. And many times we think like, oh, finances and blessings and, you know, titles, honor is what's going to please us. But those things are enough. And we can see that clearly there's so many celebrities or maybe some, someone that you know that doesn't have a relationship with God, doesn't know what's to come when they die, and they're not happy. They're constantly trying to strive for more, 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 or don't have peace for what's to come. But we have God with us, right? Where he gives us, right? What Ecclesiastes says in verse 19, it says, God gives us the ability to enjoy our wealth and possessions. This is a gift of God. So I just want to remind you, as children of God, as believers, to not worry, that that's not your portion. That's what Ecclesiastes says in verse 18, that this is our lot. This is our portion to find satisfaction in our work. Even that subject alone, I feel like many times, even if God is providing, we start to fear like, what if I'm not doing a good job? Or just like constant fears. We need to start not focusing on the what ifs, but instead focusing on the joys, on the blessings that God has given us. Right? When verse 20 says, because God keeps them occupied, with gladness of heart. And we know that scripture, God also says, rejoice always, give thanks in all circumstances. Romans 8.31 reminds us, if God is for us, who can be against us? 
And previous to that, God talks about how he works things for our good. So even if you may be going through a hard time, a struggle, know that you can still enjoy each day because God is working for your good. No matter what is happening, no matter struggle, no matter the struggles you're facing, because you are in Christ, there is something that you will glean from. There is something that you will gain. God promises that for us. And so instead of thinking about your fears or what ifs, give thanks to God for what you have, right? God even tells us in Matthew 6, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own worries. I believe God is so like just intelligent of telling us about not worrying about tomorrow because he knows that if we're thinking about tomorrow, of course we're gonna worry. Why? We don't know what tomorrow comes, but that's where we have to practically put our trust in God. That's what faith is. And literally guys, like I'm preaching to myself because like I said, I didn't realize that these past two weeks I've given myself to worry and to fear. Um, it wasn't until like, it just hit me with what, I just started hearing these podcasts, God was leading me in scripture, then the dream that I really realized, okay, I'm not enjoying life. Right, some things to ask yourself, you know, whether you are enjoying or not enjoying life is, are you spending most of your thoughts thinking about bad scenarios or worry? Or are you filling it with rejoice and thanksgiving? That's the simplest way to see if we're actually enjoying life. Because you cannot enjoy life if you're spending the majority of your day worrying, right? Filled with fear. And the enemy wants us to walk in fear. But we, that's when we have to renew our minds with God's word. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And I want to encourage you too, if you are in a place where you're afraid, go seek the Lord in, your, in the secret place and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you into his word, to speak to your heart because he knows, the Holy Spirit knows what you need, right? And I pray too that this, this um, recording as well would also be a blessing and a reminder for you that God doesn't want you to worry. There's so many verses where God clearly says, you know, like another one in Philippians that says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer, right? Bringing our request to God with thanksgiving. So there is no excuse that God gives us to have fear or worry, but he wants us as children of God to enjoy our blessings. Psalm 23, 6 says, Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love Psalm 23. It's been it's just been a, a, a chapter that I've been meditating on now for almost almost two years actually. Um, just really being intentional and meditating on that. And I, I love Psalm, Psalm 23 because the first verse says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I lack nothing." And that's such a reminder for us that, that we need every single day, especially if you're like me and that you're prone to give in to worry and fear. We have to remember who's our shepherd. Who are we following? Who have we surrendered our life to? We've surrendered our life to Jesus, who is a savior, who has access to all the riches on the, in the world, right? He created the heavens and the earth. Like this is our shepherd. And so because you have Jesus as your shepherd, you don't have to worry. Like think about sheep, right? Like the, the sheep don't have to fear because a shepherd, depending on the shepherd, but if you're, the shepherd is Jesus, you know you're going to be protected, right? And like same thing with us. Like we can just trust God that he will protect us. And we need to start believing things by faith. I feel like too, we can easily start giving into fear like, well, this, uh, something happened to so-and-so, right? And then we start fearing like, what if that happens to us? You know, I wanna encourage you to just have faith that God is good. Instead of comparing your life to others, you don't know what others are going through. Like there are some things in life that we will never understand, right? But one thing that God has asked us is to put our trust in him. 
And I love this verse to declare this over yourself. Psalm 23, surely God, your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Why are we spending time worrying for disaster, for calamity, for bad things to come? Like instead, we need to start declaring, God, no, your goodness and mercy will follow me, right? Declaring this and believing it as well, because God says that he has good plans for us. You know, I was even recently meditating in Psalm 23, and I love that it says, he also leads us to the right path for his name's sake. And that gave me so much peace too, to know like, God, you're guiding me to the right path. And sometimes I, I know how it can be scary. Like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Am I, should I be stepping out and starting this business? Should I be doing this? Should I be investing my time here? And we can be so scared. But I want to encourage you to just move forward with whatever God's asking you. If God cl clearly doesn't want you there, he'll convict you or he'll close the door, <laughs> right? And you, you will know what the conviction of the Lord is. Now you'll have the choice to, you know, push off that conviction that comes, but you won't know it. And so if you're not getting those two things, and I have so many people asking me like, how do I know if it's God or not? And those are the two things I can say, or maybe I would add a third thing. It needs to be biblical, right? It needs to be according to God's word. But if all those three three things are like checkmarked and it's good, then keep going. Trust God that he is your shepherd. That if you are being intentional of putting God first in your life and wanting to do his will, that he's gonna take care of you that he's a good father. And I, I will be a living testimony that, you know, God has been providing for Michael and I. And it's amazing to see, you know, it's really amazing to see. Let's not be like the Israelites who started thinking about the past, started grumbling. You know, we need to give thanks and remember the good things that God has given us. I do want to um, give a quick shout out to a journal that I had made last year called Daily Positive God Thoughts. So I know many of you probably already have a copy um, but if you don't, I would recommend you to go ahead and get it. It's available on Amazon. Um, I'll put the link below so that you can also easily just access it. Um, but this journal, I think, is so crucial. Like God put this in my heart last year to help me to create a habit of rejoicing. And so in the journal, there are eight different areas where you can give thanks to God. You know, your past, your present, your future, your loved ones, your children, spouse, friends, your health, your vocation, your finances, and your relationship with God. There are eight things that is covered in this journal. And it's just meant for you to really give thanks in all these different areas, to take time to pray with the Holy Spirit, bringing, bringing certain things, even if you do need to bring things into prayer, but positioning it in a place of thanksgiving. So it's only $7.99, and I wanna encourage you all to go ahead and get it if you haven't already, because it has helped myself. I've heard many other people say it's helped them too. And just creating that habit of rejoicing and helping you to enjoy life. So I wanna just wrap up with two more verses, um, or sorry, two passages. Matthew 6, 31 and 33, God says, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So I love this because I had mentioned that earlier, the verse, that last verse right there that says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own worries. But I love the, the, the verses before that, where it says, God knows what you need. And he doesn't just say, oh yeah, I know what you need. But he knows what you need and he plans to give you what you need. Right, and so have assurance that God knows what you need so you don't have to spend each day worrying about what you need. 
Like that's my fault too, where I'll spend each day like, well, we need this, we need that. How do we get that? Like God wants us just to rest that he's got it. He knows, he knows that's going to come. Right. And just, we just need to do our part. It doesn't mean that we are lazy and we don't do anything or we're not responsible with the things that God has given us, but do what you're called to do and leave the rest to God. Right. Leave the rest to God and trust that he will provide. And the last um, passage I want to read is Psalm 39, four to five. It says, show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere hand breath. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. So I love this passage and I pray that you would also pray this passage. God, show me and help me to number my days. God, show me how small my days are. Right? We have to realize that our life is short and because it's short, let's enjoy every moment. Right? Like if, if we already know that life is short, why would we spend it in anger or in worry or even in sin? Use your time to glorify God. I was even reading a passage I was sharing with my husband the other day, the passage where Jesus literally shares a parable saying, telling him uh, a parable talking about how when the master comes back, he wants to make sure that the servant is taking care of the house, right? And we need to make sure that we are giving God our best. Life is short. We don't know when our last day is. We don't know when he's coming back, right? Like let us live with wisdom. Psalm ninety twelve even says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And so I've just been meditating on the fact like God, like our lives are so short. Our lives are so short. And the more we realize that, I think the more we'll have wisdom in how we live, right? And at the end of the day, you know, I just pray that you would remember that God wants you to enjoy life, right? Jesus says in John 10, 10, the enemy comes to kill, still destroy, but I've come to give you life and life to the fullest. Jesus has come to give us life to the fullest here on earth and in eternity with him. This is our portion. And so I pray that you would not tolerate anything less than peace, love, and joy. So I want to pray for you. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening. I pray, Lord, that you would just remind them, God, of who you are, Lord. That you would remind them, God, that their portion is to enjoy the work that you've given them. The family you've blessed them with, God. The opportunities that they get to serve and wherever you've called them to, Lord. I know life can easily become burdensome because of the just busyness of life or even just the fears and worries that come in our mind. But I pray, Lord, that you, God, would give them the grace to help them to enjoy each and every day, to embrace God, to let them see from your perspective, God, the opportunities that they have to do, even with their work, God, that they don't want to just see it as work, but the impact that it's doing upon others, God. Lord, I just pray, God, that they would start having this heart of rejoicing, seeing the good in things, Lord that they may enjoy life, God, that they may enjoy their spouse, their marriage, God. I know there may be a million things that are annoying or just not good, but God, I just pray that they would just start thinking about the good things, Lord, and that we are all on a journey. We're going from glory to glory. So let us embrace the growth. Let's embrace the journey and continue to look our eyes to you, God, knowing that you have blessed us with this day. Let us enjoy, God, the little things and the big things that you give us. So I thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that this has blessed you. If it has, definitely please go ahead and share this with someone. You never know who may need this. Um, and also please pray and consider giving as well to our ministry. You can give at livingrevelations.com donations. I'll put the link below too. Um, but this will help us to continue to do what we're doing. 
Um, you know, God's really been putting my heart to now work on creating study guides and focusing on this book launch. And so I'm needing to grow our team, right? To grow our team so that I can focus on what I'm called to do and then other people can help because there's a lot that goes on, you know, with editing, um, with software, things that we have to purchase. So definitely if you've been blessed, consider giving monthly and partnering with the vision that God's given us to help others find God real in everyday life. And if you can't give monthly, even a one-time donation would be a blessing. So thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.